Support for this podcast and the following message are brought to you by Driving at Night. Sometimes you just got to get through with it. Driving at night is the one thing that you can rely on because you can't get anywhere during the day. It's dark, there's a highway, there's a car passing you, there's another car passing you, and you're talking on the phone. Driving at night. Get out of the way, jerk! Live from WBED, this is The Application, the only podcast where the host sits around and says, Hey, hey, W-A-B-E, hey, you, yeah, give me a job up in here. What's the matter with you? Give me a job, baby. (laughs) On today's episode, we hit the road. We got something special for you. There is a brand new episode of The Constitutionals coming at you at 9.28 at night, coming live from the highway and not WBED. I got some other stuff to talk about. Just kidding, I don't. Let's get to it. This is The Application. Welcome back to The Application. Like I said, I'm your host, Chad White, and this is the only podcast where I sit down in front of a microphone, sometimes a good one, today a bad one, which I assume I have not heard back, (laughs) and talk about uh, getting a job at WABE, Atlanta's NPR news station. The job is the audio slash podcast producer. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I really want the job, and this if you haven't been listening for the past 24 episodes now, I think this is 24, this is the show where I, 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 I'm just, I'm just, it, it used to be a very uh, organized show, and now it is not. I can tell you right now, I'm doing one of them, I'm breaking, I have, all right, so here's the thing. I have a bunch of rules that I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't like to break, all right? I don't like to break any of my rules that I have. And right now, and when they're like, it's like, you know, talking with your mouth full, or uh, uh, going outside and not brushing your teeth like in the morning or something like that. I brush my teeth before I go to the gym. I brush my teeth before I go to uh, uh, the, the, the Trader Joe's on Sunday morning at 8 a.m. I just want to have fresh breath when someone talks to me. All right? I may be tired. I may not want to talk to somebody. But when they talk to me, they're going to go, man, that guy's got nice teeth and he's got nice, nice breaths. Nice breaths. <laughs> Look at that guy's breaths. That's a step away from sexual harassment. So. Anyway, uh, one of my rules is using the phone while driving. And I'm telling you right now, I'm breaking that rule. I'm holding the phone in my hand like I'm eating a pizza. Like I'm eating a, a, a chocolate bar slab style pizza. Remember that's how they used to describe phones as a chocolate bar uh, styled? There was one phone from LG. And I swear to you, this is, this is a podcast that is a part of my resume. <laughs> That I literally I put on my resume, <laughs> um, but there's a there's a phone from LG I believe I think it was a Verizon exclusive or maybe AT and T, and it was like I think it was called the Chocolate Bar, and it was a, it was one of those sliding phones that slide up to reveal the keyboard, but it didn't have like a regular keyboard. It's like a T nine or T three keyboard. Uh, really interesting thing that just happened in front of me, as opposed to that sentence. Both the cars in front of me getting off at the same exit and exit eleven just uh, turn their lights on the, to, uh, to signal off at the same time. I thought it was really interesting. 
Guys, I'm coming back. We, I had, oh, there's the new uh, gym. Oh, wow, that's huge. Jesus. So I just drove by a One Life Fitness. I go to One Life Fitness. I work out there. And I work out at the one in Sandy Springs. That's the southernmost one. I live in downtown Atlanta. But the one in Sandy Springs is the cheapest gym. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just drove by the new one in Holly Springs. And it is huge. It's by the highway. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So I I helped shoot a short uh, a, a film. It wasn't it's not a big film. I think it's an indie indie flick. But I helped shoot an indie flick in uh, Woodstock, and my mom just moved uh, to uh, north of Woodstock, and so I just said, you know what? I'll pop on by. I'll get a free dinner because I am broke. I can't afford my own food right now. She'll give me a free dinner. It'll be great. I was right. I did get a free dinner. Uh, I am still hungry because I had not eaten all day. <laughs> I didn't get to. I didn't get a lot of the craft services. I did have some. I didn't have a lot. So there. So there's that. Also, I had two job interviews today, and these are just like quick jobs to hold me over until I get this WABE job, which I will be getting. Everybody at WABE, I will be getting this job. Rose Scott, Kenneth Brown, and HR. Ken, the other HR guy, person, person of a of a sex that we will not talk about, discuss, <laughs> because everybody's equal. Anyway, uh, one job, which sounds so fishy when I describe it, and boy oh boy, when I went to the uh, quote unquote interview, it was. Uh, it was a. It's called. It's. I don't want to say the company, but it's face to face nonprofit. I don't want to say marketing. Face to face nonprofit fundraising. And so, what happens is, you they'll you guys. So the people essentially, it's the people that come up to you at like a Buckhead Plaza, or at like a Linux Mall, or like any type any type of festival, like a Music Midtown. Someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, do you want to uh, fight for human rights or something like that?" <laughs> you got to fight for human rights to party. That's a Beastie Boys reference. So. The people, so so it's basically that job. You're going up to people and you're fundraising and you're saying, "Hey, do you want to? Would you be able to donate money to this to this thing?" And uh, I honestly, I'm looking at the. I took my eyes off the road for five seconds, and I'm looking at the waveforms in this in this audio file, and I it, it, they're bouncing, but I don't know if they sound good or not. So what's going to happen is, at the end of this episode, I'm going to get home because I'm about forty minutes out. I'm going to record for 20-something and then listen to, to the rest of this Never Not Funny episode. And then I'm going to get, or a Hollywood handbook, one of those. I'm going to get home. I'm going to see, is this a good enough episode to put up? If it is, because by the time I get home, it's going to be 10, 1030. Uh, and if it is, then I will put it up. And if it's not, I will record another episode. <laughs> so I pray to God that it's the first one. So it's uh, so it's a like I said face to face fundraising, and uh, I should probably use my other hand to drive, <laughs> and not my knee. Face to face fundraising, and but so I took notes, and it just does not seem like a legit position because first they the person the people had is so it's a huge it's a big company, run out of Ontario and America. They have like eight. They have like a how, they're they're in all all provinces of Canada. And they have like something he said like 400 locations, one to 400 locations, something like that. And then in America, they only have eight or four, eight or four, something like that. I didn't pay attention to that part, but the uh, so 
I mean, it's it's a very strange job. And I asked him, and so he 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 got to the to the end. He's like, "You have any questions?" And I wrote down like seven. I the first thing was, "How do we get paid? Do we get do we get paid every day just for showing up? Uh, is it commission based?" And he said, "You get paid hourly. Uh, you know, some like you get paid like twelve bucks an hour just for showing up." Blah blah blah. And I said, "Okay, who's paying?" Like I immediately. I interrupted and I was like, who's paying us? And he goes, oh, well, the charities are paying you to fundraise. And then I went, really? Where are they getting the money from? He's like, well, they're not advertising, blah, blah, blah. They're not advertising. They're not, they're not, uh, they, they'd rather pay you and then, then, then you uh, advertise for them or blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, well, that's pretty strange. And then I show, I show my notes to my mom and she goes, she looks at it, she goes, wait, St. Jude's? Well, they advertise. They see advertising. I was like, I know. She works with a, uh, an or- a, a charity organization that I mentioned, Drake House, a couple of episodes ago, Drake House. And she said, yeah, with Drake House, we wouldn't, ad- we wouldn't organi- uh, advertise. And we, and, and, I mean, if, we're, and if we were, we'd just, we'd just do it straight out and not pay somebody to fundraise. And so, I don't know. I may not do the position. I wish I could look at my notes right now, but that would be just, that'd be twice as dangerous as what I'm doing right now, uh, driving. So I'm probably not going to do that, (laughs) but you know what? I will take a paycheck. I jokingly told, I jokingly said I will, I would, uh, do some mod mob work for a paycheck, but you know, I mean, at this point I would do mob work for a paycheck so uh and then what else oh so then i also had an immediately after that interview i had another interview for a trivia host like you know you go to a restaurant and they have a, a, a trivia host and what it what it what that amounted to was it was less formal and more go to this guy's house in Enman park <laughs> and i'm gonna get real specific with this <laughs> go to this <laughs> go to this guy's house <laughs> I'm not going to say where it is. It, it is in Emmett Park. Go to this guy's house. Wait until 11 o'clock. You can't park in front of the house. You can't. You have to wait until 11 o'clock. You can't hang out on the porch. And at 11 o'clock, you go in one at a time. Uh, don't all uh, bustle in at once. And then we sat inside of his office, his home office, and we used his PA system, and we practiced being uh, trivia hosts for an hour and a half, which made me late to this movie shoot, which I should have just gone, hey, man. I gotta go, but I did. It was fine. I stayed to this movie shoot till like seven o'clock. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that in a second. And so that wasn't that wasn't good. <laughs> it was it was basically him going, "Okay, do it again." That sounded good. Uh, this is what you did wrong. Do it again. Okay, that's a, and and one of the issues was there was an older woman who was who wasn't getting it, and then there was like this weird there was like this awkward guy nerdy IT awkward guy who is currently a stay-at-home dad, but I guess he's just branching out to, to do this, you know, to earn some extra income, uh, like any normal person would. And then there was me. <laughs> and and then uh, the guy's like, the guy's like, asked me questions like, so wait, are you, have you done, are you good in front, like, you're good, like, why, I'm bragging about myself. He's like, you're good. Uh, do you work with microphone? Like, are you, do you do stand-up? And I was like, I was like, I've done stand-up before. I don't want to get into it. So I just go to him. I go, yeah, I've done, I've done open mics a few times. He goes, man, you're so good with the mic. And I, I, I was like five seconds away from telling him about, you know, the pod, all the podcasts, all the TV work I've done that I just said, nah, I just, you know, I used to be a news producer, so I know this stuff. He goes, oh, okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> Can you believe now? 
that I've been doing this show for so long and we're just now talking about job interviews, this person's going to pull right in front of me and drive as slow as possible. We are on a highway person. Anyway, so there's that. So those were the two job interviews. And then I came up uh, to this uh, movie shoot and that was real fun to do because uh, it was, I knew it was an indie film uh, at first, like, honestly, I, I sent my email in to these people and I said, I, I just wanted to do something, you know, just to continue to have my foot in the door. And, uh, and I thought it was an indie film and I thought it was a student film. It wasn't. Thank Christ. It wasn't. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to talk to, have you ever, have you ever, <laughs> this is, is going to sound so uppity and biggity, 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 biggity. That's not a word. It's going to sound so... Oh, bougie. That's what I'm looking for. It's going to sound so uppity and bougie. But sometimes I talk to people in, in the profession that I'm aiming to do, and they just sound like turds. Like, there's there's a point where, you know, you talk to somebody, and they... Like, the, the way I talk about it is different from the way they talk about it. And, and it just sounds so strange to hear other people talk about the things we want to do and then have it be uh, this this thing that everybody else wants to do. I was saying earlier, there's so many people, I was talking to somebody, this is, I'm sound, it sounds like I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm driving, and I'm trying to pay attention to that as well. But uh, there's, there's so many people in Atlanta trying to do the same thing I'm doing, and I'm just trying to stand out. And and I, I looked at it like this way. You live in a city and there's four restaurants, and, but there are eight chefs. Only four of those chefs can get jobs. And then the other four are out of luck. Like that's how it, that's how it feels sometimes, especially in Atlanta, especially in a city where people think that, you know, you can, you can land a, a job in production like that. Which you, which you can't, which is a straight lie. Like, if someone can land a job in production immediately without nepotism being playing a factor, without uh, uh, networking being a thing, I understand, you gotta network, yeah, yeah, and I do that, I do the networking thing, but I'm just saying, you know, just try to try to have that be, uh, be the way that you, you market, you do the things. I have got to listen to this episode. I feel like I'm not inebriated right now, but I feel like I'm very inebriated. <laughs> I feel like, because it's, it's the way I'm rambling. It's the way I'm talking. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I got a piece of gum in my mouth, so I'm trying to work that, too. I'm really trying to work this gum in my mouth. <laughs> really, There's a lot of superior plumbing ads. Superior plumbing. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let me get back to the interview process. But interviews are very difficult uh, for most people, not for me. <laughs> I I enjoy a good interview. Uh, like I've I've always had the I've had the issue of getting to the interview process. It's like I can't sell myself enough on on the paper, and which is odd because I'm a writer. Uh, but getting to the interview process is definitely one of the more frustrating things because I know once I once I'm in the interview I can kick butt and somebody's gonna like me uh, you know that being said I didn't get the job at WSB or United Way a couple weeks ago so 
don't bring me in. Don't bring me in if you, if you, I mean, you're so excited on the phone, Hannah at United Way. You guys are so excited to meet me at WSB, Debbie and uh, uh, Nathan. <laughs> you know who you are. I called you by your names. <laughs> Call me Army Hammer. That's a reference to Call Me By Your Name. Watch it. It's a great movie. Great film. Wonderful film. Beautiful film. But the interview, it's just, uh, you know, I can I can do the thing. I can dress in the clothes because that's how I normally dress. I can wear a, I can wear a button-up with some uh, with some nice slacks and a and a beautiful jacket. By beautiful, it's a very fluorescent. It's a hot pink. <laughs> it's a hot pink jacket. No, but I can do that. I can charm them. I can, I don't, like... And then, and then one of the things that really pisses me off, my mom thinks, and actually everybody thinks this, everybody thinks that I tell jokes in interviews. I don't. I just, I turn on the charm, which is my normal self, which is what you're hearing right now. <laughs> it's not. I turn on the charm, basically up to 10, up to 11, because that's how far my knobs go. Uh, that sounded very dirty. I turn up the charm to 11. And I get them in, and I and I and I reel them in. It's like fishing. I uh, it's I go in there. I, I bait, I bait my hook. I throw out the hook. And I slowly reel them in, and they I tease them a little bit. They go, ooh, I like this. Then they hop on in, and it's 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 kind of like, it, it feels like they're, it feels like it. This is so stupid, but this is what I think about all the time. It feels like they're going to my exes and the people that hate me, like. <laughs> <laughs> like teachers whose classes I taught during in high school and then they're going uh, like they're talking to him and going nah you don't want to hire this guy <laughs> that's what it feels like that's what it feels like sometimes and, I, uh, and I've never said that out loud but it sounds so real out loud <laughs> but it's true it's very much true very much a true thing but interviews, interviews are fun for me. And I mean, I, I enjoy, you know, the aspect of going, I would rather enjoy working. <laughs> I enjoy working too, but I enjoy the aspect of going to somebody's office and sitting there and waiting in their stupid waiting rooms after somebody to offer me water and sitting there and just waiting and waiting. I don't check my phone. Uh, I pretend I have this notebook that uh, I think I, I mentioned earlier in one of these episodes of the show. Uh, I have this notebook that has my that I got from UTC from my college, and uh, and then it has my name on it and all this stuff. It's a personalized notebook, and and uh, and I can it has a, it has a folio pa- paper in there, a notebook in there. So I write in it, and then uh, but usually so that's I write notes in that, and then I also just write a bunch of, like script ideas, and it looks like I've written notes. <laughs> If, if in case the job doesn't have uh, notes applicable, and I love doing it, and I love going to these interviews, and I love sitting there, I love waiting, and I love talking to the people. I'm never nervous. I haven't been nervous for an interview in so long. I wish this person in front of me would speed up. You know, one of the things is I notice here, and I really hate it to all my life. I hate it with every inch of my breath. Is that people love sitting next to you when they're driving on the highway? And I speed up. I speed up all the time because I hate when people sit next to me on the highway. They drive next to you and then they block you in with other cars. Like, come on, man. Just drive. Go forward. You got all that room next to you. Come on, man. I mean, in front of you and behind you. Drive. Speed up or slow down. Anyway, I passed the car. Don't worry about it. 
anyway but interviewing is just and then but this it's this whole it's this whole game you play you know they're they're like oh uh can you come in at eight o'clock on wednesday and i go yeah i can do that and i lie my ass off it's late night i can curse and i lie my ass off and i go yeah i'll be happy to do that oh can you come in at 3 a.m to work this studio uh part-time technician shift that you'll have to work two years in before we even consider giving you a full-time job yeah wsb i can do that i can do that and i lie and say i'm happy to do it but although all the while i'm thinking when am i gonna get to the gym if i have to go to 3 a.m <laughs> but who cares i'll figure it out man i'll go to the gym uh don't you fall boy you need to look before you do that uh but i like i'll go to the gym at 1 p.m i'll figure it out i will i will look i will make my way to the gym i just need you to give me the gosh darn job so i can afford to keep going to the gym uh, like I said, my gym's only twenty-eight dollars, and it, but it's in Sandy Springs, so that's an issue. That's a whole. It's a. It's forty minutes when I when I get done in the morning. There is a gym that I want to go to that, but it's eighty bucks. I think I mentioned this before. It's eighty dollars. It's in Decatur. It's eighty dollars. I really want to go, but it's eighty dollars. You know, what I could do it eighty dollars every month, and an extra eighty bucks. That's. I could get. <laughs> I drive a hybrid. I was about to say I could get gas, but that gas will last me forever. Annie Hooser. Uh, it's just the interview process is difficult, and I'm sick of it. So, hey, listen, uh, I've been driving for a minute, and this episode is already 20 minutes long, and I'll just give it to you short. Uh, hey, listen, if you liked what you heard here, I suggest you head on over to, to my portfolio, which is chadcwhite.myportfolio.com. That's where you can see most of the things I've ever written. I've also written some scripts. So if you are a develop, a producer, uh, an insurer, I got some scripts for you. Movies, TV shows, you got it. You name it, I got it. Short films, one-off sketch videos, I got it, man. I got, I have dozens of scripts dozens so take 12 and multiply it by at least four that's how many scripts i got i have sorry uh and then also head on over to cpluscomedy.com where this podcast lives as well as my other podcast the constitutionals it's a wonderful show it's a it's a weekly audio diary that's just like this show except it's once a week and it's way dumber you can also head to youtube.com slash C plus comedy where you can see a video version of the of the uh, the Constitutionals podcast, excuse me. Plus, you can also see News Time, which is the news show that I do. It's a weekly news show, entertainment news show. It's a wonderful thing. I take one entertainment news story and I dive deep into it. In fact, I actually have to stay up the rest of this Friday night and write Monday's episode. Uh, what is it going to be about? Oh, it's um, last week's was Annapurna, so that means this week. Oh crap! I forgot this week's episode. Anyway, I have I have a schedule down. I know in a couple of weeks when Bohemian Rhapsody comes out, I'm doing an episode about how shallow, uh, not shallow, A Star Is Born reached the uh, Billboard. 
200, it topped number one for uh, for soundtracks. So good for them. So I got that going for me. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, and uh, so news time is good. Watch that. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, you know what? Enjoy your night, W-A-B-E. You thought I forgot about you. I'm going to hang up now because I'm driving. I appreciate it. I love you, W-A-B-E. Hire me soon. I'm going crazy. Let's do it.